Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to The Better Life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. I'm Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston, and as always, I have a fantastic guest with me today going to talk a little bit about mindfulness and how to approach your life with anxiety and, uh, you know, trying to keep the peace in your mind as you go through your life and existence. And I am with Mallory Beckwith, who is up in Austin, a licensed therapist and just an absolute sweetheart. Welcome in, Mallory. Nice to see you. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Dr. Pinkston. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad to have you. Uh, we had met recently at a Women's Chamber event, which was kind of interesting and had uh, had a lovely discussion. I thought, you know, this would be a perfect topic for people, especially as we enter a new year. You know, everybody's got their uh, got their intentions for changing things and, and making a, a new way. And then it's right about this time of year we start to drop that and and move away and back into the grind. So tell us about uh, mindfulness and how to reset that button and go with your intentions for the year. Yeah, definitely. So um, mindfulness is a wonderful practice that you can integrate into your everyday life. And um, so there's like various types of mindfulness that you can practice. Um, You may have heard of meditation, of course, a wonderful mindfulness practice. Um, there's also breathing exercises and, um, mindful movement as well. So moving your body intentionally. And another practice is, um, tapping into your five senses. So really activating your sense of smell, your sense of taste, your hearing, touch and feeling. So those are a few different mindfulness practices that are very therapeutic and beneficial And, um, you know, I just first want to start off by talking a little bit about meditation. Um, You know, a lot of people think that like when you sit down and you meditate, you're supposed to have this like clear, peaceful brain and, you know, the thoughts are supposed to flow like a waterfall and everything will just dissipate. But really, that's actually kind of the opposite of meditating. Um, The truth is, is when you sit down to meditate, you're going to notice a million racing thoughts going off in your mind. Right. And that's that anxiety, you know? Um, So you sit down, you get intentional and and you notice all of your thoughts. And the point is not to shut your thoughts down and to make them totally go away and have this peaceful Buddha brain, but it's actually, (laughs) it's actually to notice your thoughts. Right. And by noticing your thoughts, you're becoming mindful and aware of the things that you're thinking in your mind. And so when you're aware of the thoughts in your mind, you're not 100% attached to them. You're not so attached and enmeshed and ingrained in your thoughts. You create some separation, right? You can observe your thoughts. And as you begin to observe your thoughts and become more mindful, those thoughts will slow down a little bit. And they won't be as intense and your anxiety levels will lower. And um, there's just been scientific research that meditation, which is a mindfulness practice, uh, scientific, it's scientifically been proven that it can help lower anxiety levels. Right. 
So this isn't just like a woo kind of like Eastern, like, you know, crazy thing. Right. It's, it has scientific research that backs it up. It absolutely does. And you know what's what's funny? I know a lot of people think of meditation and, and uh, modalities like this as very, you know, kind of hokey and, you know, like you say, Eastern. And this is actually something that is extremely helpful for I'm 53 now, almost 54 and started this practice last year going through an intense amount of stress in the last couple of years i decided okay i'm going to give this a try and you know what this is actually insanely helpful and i think that i started sleeping better uh, you know in my quest to kind of lose weight get in shape and and all these factors i found that actually started to occur and to happen i found i started you know focusing on my tasks a little bit better my memory was better so you know, the problem is, though, how do you get started? And that was my problem. I didn't really understand it. I didn't. Uh, there's not a lot of great reading out there on it. And so how does somebody get started doing this and find out more? Yeah, definitely. Um, so the way I would recommend to start a meditation practice is begin with playing some music, some calming music, right? Like sitting down in like a totally still silent room, mm -hmm. you might go a little bit crazy, right? Just sitting there and you and your thoughts, right? I know. It's hard. Um, it's very it's, hard. It's, it's hard to sit there and just, you know, you and your thoughts. Like, mm -hmm. you know, today we have technology, we have our phones, we have our computers, yeah. we have our Kindles. Uh, we are so stimulated by everything going on. Right. Um, and to really just take some time to sit there, um, it can be difficult. But what I would recommend is try to engage your senses so you have something to kind of focus your attention on, like playing some calming or soothing music. And um, I would definitely definitely recommend playing some music without words. Mm -hmm. um, so just like, you know, like um, some white noise or ocean sounds or raindrops mm -hmm. or birds chirping um, or any type of, you know, lo-fi chill music yeah. and so you're engaging your sense of hearing and so you have that to kind of focus on the music and then you can kind of focus on your thoughts but also focus on the music so it's not so intense just you right. and your thoughts right another thing that i really like to do is engage your sense of smell so maybe light like a nice candle or something mm -hmm. um take some essential oil some lavender i love lavender it's right. my favorite um has calming benefits and is actually scientifically proven to help lower anxiety levels. So lavender oil can be really good. Just smelling some lavender oil, lighting a nice candle, engaging your sense of smell. Right. Um, and then you can also, if you do light a candle, take your focus and just watch the flame flicker. Right. So it's, it's just a way to like focus your sight. So really finding ways to engage your senses and to focus on something so it's not just you and your thoughts, but you also have something else to kind of hold on to. Right. And it's good to tell the people in your life, you know, listen, leave me alone for a little while. Like with me, I've got three kids at the house and I've got a cat that won't even let me go to the bathroom by myself. So, you know, you just have to shut the world out and, and uh, you know, tell everybody this is my moment. It's a good time to create some boundaries and let everybody know, you know, it's 
it's good for your kids to watch you do these things too, because you, you know, are teaching them how to settle themselves in life. We're right. We, we have so many factors that, you know, the uh, noise around us and our phones, I, my phone is never out of my hands. I mean, I, it's, it's something I'm always paying attention to and that drive that adrenaline that we turn up as we are, you know, focusing on, on getting through our day. Every day is like this, even the weekends, you know, we have to steal time away to, to recharge. And so I usually take about 10 minutes. I, it's really hard for me to go much longer. I know that they yeah. recommend longer. It's really hard for me to do that. As I got practice at it, I was able to go a little bit longer and sometimes I just lay in bed too. You know, a lot of people will sit, you think of people sitting on their little pillow at their little, you know, uh, little table in front of them or something, you know, sometimes I'll just lay down and do it too. So everybody can, can evolve it into whatever is comfortable and relaxing for them. Right. Is that, you know, is that good advice or am I taking that A hundred percent. You can definitely meditate while laying down in bed, laying down on the floor, sitting upright. Um, And I love what you said about just really being intentional about shutting the world out for those five or 10 minutes, you know, because if you, if you, if you're not intentional about it and if you don't stick with it, it's never going to happen. Right. You're just going to get distracted to get into. Right. You just have to force yourself. It's a habit. Yeah. And my, my best recommendation would be to do it in the morning, every morning, wake up, you know, make yourself a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. And then the first thing you do, just meditate for five or 10 minutes. And that way you can reset yourself, you know, set a good intention for the day, you know, say your prayers, relax, um, create that mindfulness practice. And one app that I love using is it's called insight timer. It's It's a free app. It's called insight timer. Okay. Nice. It's a it's a free app and they have a bunch of like guided meditations. Okay. If sitting there still is too scary, have someone guide you through the meditation. Great. Also, um it has like sounds and um like a, a little like um one of those like bowls, like an electronic and you can ding right. and it kind of starts up your meditation. Oh, nice. Yeah, just like a, a free app, you know, it can be fun to use. I will include that on the website this weekend when I load that down. And uh, so people can find that because it sounds like a great idea. It, you know, there really isn't much information on how to do this. I think some people feel that it's uh, supposed to be a religious activity. If that's what's important to you, that is okay, but it doesn't have to be. And I, you know, I, I found it very difficult to do every single morning. So I, even once a week, I think was important. That really hit a reset button. I think that made a, a tremendous difference for me. If you can do it every day, that's even better. They they say that all the great thinkers like, you know, Zig Ziglar and uh, uh, Tony Robbins and all these uh, people who, you know, write and, and have such great thoughts and, and share with the world, wake up every day and they do either prayer or meditation of some sort. They read somebody else's inspiring work and then they write a little bit of their own. And that is how they get their day started. So if the great thinkers can do it, then by golly, we can, I think. And, and, uh, I, I really think it made a huge difference for me. Is this something that you, I know you work with people in Texas. So is this something that you can guide people on and work with them and, and help them with? Definitely. 100%. I work with a lot of individuals with general anxiety disorder. Yeah. And this is one of the first things that I always bring up in my sessions to encourage them to start doing some sort of meditation practice. 
Um, and like you said, even once a week is better than nothing. Right. You know, if you can do it once a week or, you know, whenever you actually feel the anxiety coming on, sure. just to be able to sit there. Um, I also believe them through some uh, breathing exercises, which helps to activate the parasympathetic nervous system in the body. Mm-hmm. And that's helpful to help them, the amygdala relax a little bit in the brain, which is the fight or flight response um, comes from the amygdala in the brain. Right. And so when you actually do some deep breathing and some meditation exercises, it helps to decrease the amount of um, anxiety in the body and activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps the body relax. Right. And so if my clients are feeling anxious, we will definitely sit there, we'll do a little five minute meditation exercise. I'll guide them through it. And then we'll do some nice. breathing exercises, which will help lower their overall anxiety levels and get us prepared for our session. So explain parasympathetic, parasympathetic and sympathetic responses to people. I'm not sure everybody knows. I'd love for them to understand this. Very important. Yeah, of course. So um, the parasympathetic nervous system is the nervous system in the body that controls the body's ability to relax. So um, when your sympathetic nervous system is activated, your amygdala, which is the, the, it's a piece of the brain that controls the fight or flight response in, in the body, um, when those are activated, the sympathetic nervous system and the amygdala you're going to have adrenaline coursing through your body. You're going to have a fast heart rate. You're going to be sweating, breathing rapidly. A lot of people with panic disorder sure. will actually have panic attacks when hyperventilating, right? Right. Um, and so what we the goal is, is to turn those systems off, um, to decrease the, decrease the amount of activity in the amygdala, decrease the amount of activity in the sympathetic nervous system, and activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps calms and soothes the body. So, and there's things that you breathing, literally just taking five deep breaths will activate that, that parasympathetic nervous system doing yoga. Yoga is incredible for activating the parasympathetic nervous system. Um, you know, meditating that's good for activating it as well. Stretching, so those are all things that we can do um, in our sessions. You know, I guide my clients through these things to help activate, help their body relax and turn off that anxious head, Absolutely. that anxious nervous system. Um, and then I also encourage them to do it uh, in between our sessions as well um, to help relax and calm the body right. whenever they're starting to feel anxious or in that fight or flight mode. Um, when the body literally thinks you're being chased by a saber-toothed tiger, mm-hmm. um, you may just read an email that spikes your anxiety levels and your body thinks you're being attacked by a predator. In reality, you're just reading an email from your boss, right? But um, the the body, the physiological response is the same as it was thousands of years ago when we were being attacked by predators. Absolutely. It's like kind of our primitive brain. I think even frogs, I tell my patients this all the time, even frogs have, flies have that fight or flight response. It's a very primitive part of our brain. And being that primitive, it is actually, you know, the the, uh, path of survival or the, the, you know, survival uh, trend in us to fight or flight is, is ingrained in all of us. And it is 
our initial response to any stressor outside. Very primitive, so it's very difficult to fight because it's so ingrained and so primitive. So that parasympathetic nervous system is one that we have to train to override the sympathetic because we are just always, I mean, even in traffic, you know, on the phone, you're just always on. And you have to train that alternate side of your nervous system to take control and be the one that goes into response mode, you know, whenever you do feel you're in danger somehow. So uh, that's what, the way I tell my patients, and this is an excellent way of, of doing that. And I'm glad you teach, uh, teach people how to do that. We're going to come up on a break here in a minute, but I want you to let people know how they can find you. Of course. So you can find me on my website, www.therapywithmallory.com. And um, you can read a, a little bit about my business and my practice and reach out to me via the contact form on my website. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Therapy with Mallory. You've got a lot of good posts. I was looking through that. There's a oh, lot thanks. of interesting things. So I hope people will follow you and watch. I think that's that's great. I need to share some of your stuff. Repost it. It'd be wonderful. So, And all of your information will be on my website as well. So if folks uh, want to go to drpbetterlife.com, I have all my guest information, all my information, my guest information, where you can find all of the platforms for the YouTube and for the podcasts. I'm also on San Antonio Radio every Sunday at 4 p.m. on AM 930, The Answer. But you can go to drpbetterlife.com, find information on Mallory. I'll have the app on there, too, so you can find that as well. I'm going to spend just a minute to go over Pinnacle Clinical uh, Research, or they're now Pinnacle Research Texas, who has been very kind to me uh, last year and this year uh, as a sponsor. And the reason I am so fond of Pinnacle is because of their work with fatty liver. In uh, South Texas, as you know, Mallory, we have a lot of uh, liver disease. It's very hidden. It's very difficult to find. People don't really know that they have it. I don't think doctors do a very good job at looking for it. So you can go to pinnacleresearch.com and get scheduled for your free 10-minute, very easy, very painless fiber scan and take a look and see what is going on in the liver. We are going to take a short break, come back on the other side, talk with Mallory a little bit more about handling your stress and meditation and some of the therapy that she does. We'll be right back. Fatty liver is linked to two different situations, alcohol and diabetes or obesity. In both cases, patients can have no symptoms. In the United States and in particular, Texas, the most common cause of liver disease in general is non-alcoholic fatty liver. Again, associated with overweight, obesity, and or diabetes. Additional risk factors include high cholesterol, high blood pressure, Hispanic ethnicity, and postmenopausal status. At Pinnacle Clinical Research, we offer a quick, non-invasive, ultrasound-based screening assessment called FibroScan. This test is done at no cost to you, and we do not take insurance. The test will measure the fat and stiffness in your liver and state your risk and development of fatty liver disease. You will meet with a provider immediately following your scan to go over your results. If you're interested in getting more information on your liver health, please call 210-529-7978 and schedule your FibroScan today. We are conveniently located in the Medical Center at 5109 Medical Drive. 
Welcome back. I am Dr. Marianne Pinkston here with Mallory Beckwith up in Austin, who is with me today talking about mindfulness on how we, I think we spent the first half talking a lot about anxiety, which I think is very prominent now, especially after COVID and, and the, uh, you know, political turmoil and all, but we also have depression. I think we need to talk about, I know you have some really great resources for things that people can look into to read, help guide them here. Do you have a couple of those for us? Yes, of course. Um, one of my favorite books is, is called The Mindful Way Through Depression. And um, it's it's really great because it gives you a more in-depth, detailed dive of how you can use mindfulness to treat depression. Um, and it outlines like the various practices that you can use. So if you're interested in learning more, it's a great resource to really dive nice. deeper into it. Um, and, you know, I find that it's called the mindful way through depression, but really you can use these techniques and skills and education and research to help you with anxiety, bipolar disorder, PTSD. It can, mindfulness can really help you with regardless of like what mental illness you're dealing with. It can really help you. So, um, I love this resource and, um, would love for you guys to check it out. Good. Then you had another one, too, I think, uh, the 10% Happier. Yes. So the other book that I wanted to recommend is 10% Happier by Dan Harris. And this is a great book to kind of introduce you to mindfulness. And it has a really great story attached to it. And it's like a concrete story and a concrete example how meditation really can improve your life. Mm -hmm. So um, Dan Harris was a famous reporter, famous news anchor, and um, he really struggled with um, anxiety. He had like a drug problem. Um, he traveled overseas to report on the wars overseas. So if you can imagine, that's very high stress, high anxiety inducing situations. And, um, you know, he was trying to run away from his problems through his drug use. But um, he found meditate. He found meditation, the meditation practice and began implement, implementing it into his life. And, um, you know, the title of the book is 10% Happier. And he talks about how meditation really did make him about 10% happier in his life. And so this is a really great story. If you're more interested in like a story rather than the actual practices, this is a great introduction way to learn how it helps this man and how it could possibly help you as well. I think it'd be great. We've had in San Antonio a run of some local uh, media uh, leads here that have been through some alcohol problems and things like that. And and I think it really highlights how, you know, we, we can all look great on camera. We can all look great, you know, out there at the office and in front of people. But when we go home, we really struggle with these things. I know I struggled with eating. So um, eating was my way of dealing with stress. That's the reason I gained up to like 300 pounds at one point and finally had to find a way to replace those maladaptive behaviors with something different. And that's where, you know, exercise and meditation, things like that helped me to redirect and do something a little bit healthier for myself. It's not an easy thing to do, but mm -hmm. it is worth it. Absolutely. To change your life that way. And to be a good mm -hmm. example for others, you know, people in the media have to be an example. 
people, um, you know, doctors, therapists, you know, people have out in the open have to be an example. But inside, I think everybody's struggling and it's not anything to be ashamed of. So it's great to have some of these resources. I'm glad you highlighted a lot of these things with two books and an app and then your services. I think these are all wonderful things that people can uh, do to try to find some peace. It's difficult these days. It's getting more and more difficult. The time I find children are are more affected now by anxiety and depression than ever before. And I don't think it is a natural, uh, you know, kind of a, an organic uh, disorder. I think it's something that's been learned through their lives of just, ex- you know, uh, a huge amount of stress. Now, when I was little, we used to play until 10 o'clock at night outside. I was on my bike blocks away from the house. My mom didn't even know where I was. And it was a free, <laughs> wonderful world. We felt yeah. very safe. These days, I don't think this is a very safe place. Yeah. You know, you're worried about the FedEx man taking you off your front porch. It's, you know, this is something uh, I just use as an example. Not all FedEx men are bad, but, but mm-hmm. uh, I know it's just an example of how we really no longer feel safe in our world. So it was a good, mm-hmm. uh, good way to get started, Mallory. Thank you so much. So give us a, a, information one more time about where to find you. Yes, you can find me on my website, www.therapywithmallory.com. Very good. And then we're going to have all of that information on our site as well. So you can go to drpbetterlife.com and find uh, our talk today on YouTube and on the podcast platforms, all of them. And uh, just go to the website, drpbetterlife.com. You can also find out information about her practice. I'll have that there. Uh, She practices here in the state of Texas, very accessible, and uh, about my practice as well, and as am I. So as uh, we kind of get close to closing down, is there anything else that was on your plate this morning that you wanted to talk about? No, I'm just super happy to be here to have this enlightened conversation with you and um you know i just wish everyone all the listeners here health peace wellness you know it's a crazy world we live in so just make sure you put yourself first because you got to put yourself first and then you can help others absolutely and thank you for doing that i think uh, we've handled a couple of good tools over to people this morning and it's uh it's been an absolute pleasure being with you and so everybody uh thank you have a wonderful week and uh, go visit drpbetterlife.com for all this information and uh, we'll see you again next week you've been enjoying the better life with dr marianne pinkston For more information, go to drpthebetterlife.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston.